Hi guys, it's Melissa here with Awakening Your Inner Awesomeness. Today I wanted to talk to you about practicing the pause. So what do I mean when I say practice the pause? We all have situations in our life where we react to things quickly and when we do that, our reactions are usually based on emotion and so we say things or do things that are very illogical and irrational. So when we practice the pause, we learn how to take the emotion out of it and to really think about what we want to say and what we want to do and how we're going to react. And that really makes things a lot better for us because once you've said something irrational, it's really hard to take it back. Or if you do something irrational, it's hard to take that back too. So I'm going to give you some examples. The first example I want to give you is when you are dealing with your children. If you're like me, when my children do something wrong, I used to react by just yelling immediately, and I might yell something like, you're grounded for a month. The problem with that statement is now I put myself in a power struggle with my child because it's really hard to ground your child from everything for a month. And honestly, the punishment probably didn't fit the crime. That's probably an overreaction. And now I either have to stick to this punishment, which I'm going to feel guilty about for the entire month because I shouldn't have said it in the first place, or I have to take it back and say, well, maybe I overreacted, and now I'm taking away or diminishing the power that I have in my child's eyes. And now they're going to know, well, every time my mom says something, she probably doesn't really mean it. So, how can you fix that? Well, what you can do is when your child breaks a rule, you can tell your child, uh, you broke this rule and I'm very upset with you, and you are going to be punished, but I need some time to figure out a proper punishment for you. It's not diminishing your power to say that, and your child still knows they did something wrong. You've reacted immediately to that and let them know what you did was wrong. But now you're taking the time to really sit down and think about a punishment that is justifiable. Like, does this punishment match the actual crime that your child committed? And so the other thing that it does, I think, is it's still going to punish your child because your child now has that time that you're sitting there thinking about the punishment. They're going to worry, oh my gosh, like how mad are my parents? What punishment are they going to give me? So it doesn't let them off the hook. Honestly, it probably punishes them more because you've given that time for them to think about what they did and to worry about what their punishment might be. So really, it is a good thing to do all the way around and you'll feel much better because you'll be able to come up with a punishment that you can actually stick to that's not an overreaction. So that's one way you can practice the pause. Another way that you can practice the pause is when dealing with coworkers who might be very difficult to work with, and I'm sure that we can all think of people that we work with who maybe um, aren't necessarily the easiest people to work with. They know how to push all of your buttons, and you might be tempted when they say something to you, let's say maybe they say something smart to you, to react back by yelling at them. But honestly, that doesn't really work, and I've been guilty of this myself. You just kind of look like a crazy person yelling at them. So another thing that you can do is pause and say to that person, uh, I'm going to deal with what you said, but I need some time to think about it and to think about how to respond to that because what you did is inappropriate, 
and I need to figure out how I'm going to respond to that. And really, that doesn't show weakness when you do that. It shows strength in being able to stop yourself from reacting emotionally and getting really angry and upset, and you're able to go and think rationally about it. And when you're able to do that, you come up with better solutions. And when you're just yelling from an irrational place, from an emotional place, you sound like a crazy person. So really taking that moment to pause will help you get a better handle on how should I react to this person. Another time when you should consider the pause is when you are asked to do things that maybe you don't necessarily want to do. We all have an inner child within us. So if you can picture your inner child, this would be you maybe around the age of five or six. When you tell people that you're going to do things for them or with them and you don't really want to do that, you're telling your inner child no. And so you can imagine how frustrating that would be to your inner child to constantly be told no because you are always doing things for other people. We have to take time to honor our inner child and to do the things that we want to do and that make us happy and bring us joy. So if you are constantly volunteering your time for other people just because you feel like you have to or because they ask you in front of other people and you kind of feel like you're backed into a corner and you feel like you can't say no to them, that's going to cause you resentment and you're going to be very frustrated. So one way to avoid that or one way around that is to just pause and you can tell the person, I would like to help you. I really need to look at my schedule and I need to get back to you. It's perfectly reasonable to say that you need to look at your schedule and you need to get back to somebody. And that gives you time to pull yourself away from that situation and then to be able to tell them, I would love to help you, but I really can't. And you shouldn't feel bad about telling people no, because we can't constantly be telling other people yes. Like I said, you're telling your inner child no when you do that. That's going to cause you to resent people, and you're going to feel frustrated. You're not going to have a happy life if you do that. So when you're feeling pressured, somebody telling you, hey, let's do this, and you feel like you really don't want to do it, just take a moment and say, hey, you know, I need to get back to you on that. It's perfectly logical that you would need to check your schedule. Of course, now if anyone else listens to this, they'll know I told you that. And now every time you say you have to check your schedule, they'll know you don't want to do it. But that's okay. That's not your problem. All right. Uh, The other thing that I wanted to talk to you about when practicing the pause is if you are tired or stressed out, you need to learn how to practice the pause when you come home from work. I have also been very guilty of coming home from work, a full day of teaching, and being so exhausted, mentally, physically, emotionally, and my children wanted 50 things right now, and just snapping at them because I was just so tired and overwhelmed. And that's not good to snap at your loved ones. But you might need to take a moment to practice the pause here. Maybe it's just setting aside 10, 15 minutes When you come home from work and you tell them, hey guys, for this 10 or 15 minutes, I'm off limits. I just need to recharge myself and then whatever you need, I would be glad to help you with, but I need to take this time to myself. It's not selfish to do that and I know it's not always possible. Believe me, 
If you have very little children, you can't really get away from them. They're everywhere. But if you have older children, you can let them know, when I first come home from work, I need 10 or 15 minutes just to myself. And then whatever you need, I will be there, you know, you can get dinner. But that's really helpful just to help you recharge and refocus and not snap at them all of the time. And that brings me to another point. It's really important for you to learn how to just sit in stillness and just sit. You don't have music in the background. You're not thinking about anything. I started doing this today. I was challenged by one of my mentors, Julia Treat, to just sit in stillness without music and just sit there and recharge. And I thought it would be really difficult because I'm one of those types of people that if I sit and I try to meditate, so many different thoughts pop into my head. Like everything my brain ever wanted to come up with for the day pops into my head and I have to quiet that. Or just the weirdest, most random thoughts pop into my head. And it's like, what? Where did that come from? It's like, they say I have ADD, but they don't. Oh, look, a chicken. That's my brain when I try to relax. So I didn't know that this would be something that I would actually be able to do. But I was very surprised because I sat and I just focused on my breathing. If a thought popped into my head, I just acknowledged it and let it go. And then continued to try to just focus on breathing and being still and in the moment. And that five minutes just flew by for me. I really thought that it wouldn't. And it might not for some of you. If you're starting this, you might think this is torture. But I think the more you practice and get better at it, the better you'll be. But it really flew by for me. And I thought, oh, I really need to do this more often. So you need to just find some time during the day, maybe five minutes in the morning before work or five minutes in the evening when you get home and just sit in that still, quiet space and just allow yourself that time to relax and recharge. The other thing I want to talk to you about is if you're not sure how you should react to something. So let's say you have doubt about a situation. You can rely on your intuition if you take that pause to help you figure out, is this something I should do or is this something I shouldn't do? And there's a really, really good exercise I want to teach you about right now to help you learn how to listen to your intuition. So what I want you to do, and you don't have to do this now, you can just come back to this later, but you're going to tell yourself, no, no, no. And I want you to feel how your body reacts when you say those words. When you say no, 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 how does your body react? With me, my body tenses up and I kind of feel it in my stomach, like almost like a sick feeling in my stomach. And that tells me that's what no feels like to me. And then I want you to do the same thing, but this time you're going to say yes, yes, yes. And when I tell me yes, 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 I get like tingly arms, you know, I get goosebumps and I also feel it in my stomach, but it's more like butterflies in my stomach, like the good kind of like I'm excited or anxious for something. That is how I know that something is a yes. So just continue that practice with the no, no, no. How does your body feel? Yes, yes, yes. How does your body feel? And then you'll know what your intuition is trying to tell you about situations. So let me give you an example. I wanted to take 
an online class, but I wasn't sure if I should be spending the money or if I would even have time and all of these other things that always pop into your head to try to discourage you from doing something. Those things were popping into my head. So I did this exercise with myself because I thought there was a part of me that really wanted to do this, but then that fear was setting in, which is another limiting belief. But I thought, okay, you know, I'm going to check with my intuition. What should I be doing? So I posed the question, would this class be beneficial for me? Should I be taking this class? And then I, I've waited to feel, was it a yes or was it a no reaction? How did that feel in my body? And it felt as a yes. And so I knew that was my inner voice. That was my intuition guiding me about what I should do. So when we learn to sit in stillness and ask ourselves questions, we can get true guidance from our intuition. And that helps us really because our intuition is not wrong. It's not going to steer us wrong. We know what we should do. We already have all of the answers. We're just so busy that we don't know how to listen to ourselves. If we sit and ask ourselves those questions, we will get the guidance that we need. And you can continue doing that practice of asking yourself, is yes, 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 no, no, no. How did the yes feel? How did the no feel? And then ask yourself that about the questions you have in life. And that way, when you're in doubt about something, you can pause and get the answers that you need. So I hope that this podcast helped you today. I hope that it gave you a little bit of guidance and wisdom and helps you in your daily life. I am sending you so much love and peace. I hope that you have an awesome day. I will talk to you soon. Goodbye.